Radio and Rock Neto present Psychfest 2022 Night Zero at Neck of the Woods, featuring Slaughterhouse, Poppy Jean Crawford, Quinn the Brain, George Cristanza, Grublin, Grossero, and Lear. $15 pre-sale, $20 at the door, all ages. Join us at Neck of the Woods on October 28th and enjoy yet another Psyched Radio sick lineup. Thank you. 
Very nice. Thank you, Thelonious Monk. <laughs> you probably knew that, people. You can tell from the uh, piano style. It's fantastic work by uh, the one and only Thelonious Sphere Monk. <laughs> and uh, hi, everybody. I'm DX the Funky Grandpa, and uh, welcome back to the land of hi-fi. I'm here, back to going to be playing back-to-back shows uh, from now till uh, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, the first two hours going to be uh, in the land of hi-fi, which is a strictly vinyl uh, classic jazz show. And uh, it's two hours from 4 to 6, and then uh, from 6 to 8, I uh, switch to the Fried Onions radio program. We're going to be playing some... Uh, some vintage rhythm and blues, maybe some uh, a little bit of garage, maybe a little rockabilly, and uh, lots of other things. Cheap bargain bin music on 45 RPM. But for now, it's we're in the land of hi-fi, and it's all vintage jazz. What we just heard was a, a, a track called Stuffy Turkey <laughs> uh, by Thelonious Monk, and this is off his album called It's Monk's Time, and it was released on Columbia Records in 1964 with Monk, of course, on the piano, Charlie Rouse on the tenor sax, Butch Warren on bass, Ben Riley on the drums. This is Monk's uh, third album for uh, Columbia, and there's some really good stuff on here. And I really, even if you didn't like the the music within, the album cover is enough to have this this album in your collection. I just love the cover. It's a beautiful photograph of Monk with a really nice sort of oranges and uh, and uh, tan background. It's really, uh, really, really beautiful. I love it. And you should look it up. And, and if you like that uh, photograph of Monk, buy the record. It's pretty cheap. And uh, stick it in a frame and stick it on your wall. <laughs> you don't even have to listen to it. <laughs> but you should. <laughs> anyway, okay, people. It's... Um, it's jazz time. And uh, the next track we're going to hear is a really nice track. Uh, this is a, a, a track called Away from the Crowd. This is by Herbie Mann. This is off of his album called Monday Night at the Village Gate. Uh, Herbie Mann has about three of these uh, Village Gate, Live at the Village Gate uh, LPs, and they're all pretty much outstanding. Early, early um, career work from uh, uh Herbie Mann. Some really great stuff. Later on, his work got pretty cheesy, but his early stuff is pretty nice, so uh, this is one of them. Let's dig it, people. This is Herbie Mann doing Away from the Crowd. Here we go. Dig it. Thank you. 
people. How fantastic was that? That was really outstanding. A nice uh, performance on the vibes by the one and only Dave Pike. That was uh, Ornithology. You probably knew that uh, from... uh, Charlie Parker. That was Dave Pike uh, on the Vibes. This is off an album called Pike's Groove, uh, issued on Crisscross Jazz record label from uh, 1986. Dave Pike on the Vibes, of course, with the great Cedar Walton on piano. Some really nice work from uh, Cedar Walton on piano there. Uh, David Williams on the bass and Billy Higgins on drums. Pretty good album. Uh, you can find this pretty cheap. It's, if you like Vibes and you like uh, the way Dave Pike plays them, you should look that one up. Uh, Pike's Groove, Dave Pike. And then before that, we heard Away From The Crowd by Herbie Mann. A little big band sound from uh, Herbie Mann. This is off his album called Monday Night at the Village Gate, uh, released on Atlantic Records in 1966 with Herbie Mann on the flute, Jack Hitchcock and Mark Weinstein on trombone. I love the sound of the trombone, people. (laughs) And uh, Dave, uh, excuse me, uh, I'm looking at the wrong (laughs) one. Oh, no, Dave Pike was actually playing vibes on that track as well. And the great Chick Corea doing some really great work on piano. Earl May on bass and Bruno Carr on the drums. And Carlos Potato (laughs) Valdez doing uh, congas on that track and on the rest this album some good stuff on this album i really like it i really like a lot of uh, herbie man's uh, early stuff and then uh, we started off the set of uh, the first set of land uh, of the land of hi-fi uh with a stuffy turkey by thelonious monk off of his album called it's monk's time on columbia records issued in 1964 you are in the land of hi-fi, and I am DX the Funky Grandpa, and you're listening to listener-supported Psych Radio San Francisco, coming to you from the second-floor studios of the Thrill House Record Shop Compound right here on 30th and Mission in the great city of San Francisco. It's a nice, cool, sunny day out there, and uh, it's pretty nice weather we're having, at, well, at least today, anyway. It was nice and cool and foggy yesterday which i really loved (laughs) i wish it was uh, i hope that we get some more fog (laughs) i love the fog in san francisco (laughs) but maybe that's just me (laughs) anyway let's see the clock on the wall says about 5 30 so uh let's keep uh going on with these groovy jazz i hope you dig dug that uh, first set here uh the next uh, track we're gonna hear is oh this is a really really outstanding performance here this is a sort of a signature tune uh for the great cannibal adderley uh the jive samba is the track we're going to hear this is off a double album package called the japanese concerts by uh cannibal adderley it's uh issued on milestone records in 1975 really really great work on both of the records in this package and if you haven't heard it it, um, you should really uh Look it up online somewhere and give it a listen because it's outstanding. Really beautiful work. He's got a great uh, group with him. And um, all the performances are peak, stellar performances. So here we go. This is Cannonball Adderley doing the Jive Samba, written by his brother, Nat Adderley. So here we go, people. Dig it. Jazz has come a long way. We're going to play another of our late compositions. This one written by my brother, Nat Adderley, one of his more popular ones. 
It's called the Jive Samba.
Thank you, Mr. Miles Dewey Davis. <laughs> really nice work there, really nice uh, sort of hard bop. This was um, a track called Voodoo, and this was uh, Miles Davis off of his album called Basic Miles, the classic performances of Miles Davis. This was issued on Columbia Records in 1973. It's a compilation, it's a pretty good compilation of uh, some of Miles Davis' uh, early works. Uh, recorded uh, between, uh, let's see, I had it written down somewhere. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, recorded between uh, uh, 1955 and uh, through 1962. Some really nice uh, work on this album. And uh, what we heard was Voodoo. And uh, you can find that uh, versions of uh, Voodoo on uh, uh, various uh, Miles Davis albums. Um, I think it's also on Birth of the Cool. It was written by uh, Miles Davis and Bud Powell. That was uh, Miles on the trumpet, of course, with uh, John Coltrane doing a great tenor sax work. Uh, the great Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on the bass, and Philly Joe Jones on the drums. This uh, particular track was recorded in 1955. and. Um, there's a really loud punk rock show happening here at the Thrift uh, Thrill House uh, today, this afternoon. Uh, I can kind of hear them uh, coming in through the floorboards. I hope you guys, uh, if, they, if you're hearing a little buzz, that's probably it. <laughs> it's the loud punk rock show happening in the cavernous basement of the Thrill House record shop. <laughs> and then before that, uh, before Miles Davis, we heard a track called Black by uh, Joe Henderson. This is off his album called Mode for Joe, uh, issued on Blue Note Records in 1966. And this track was written by the great Cedar Walton. That was uh, Joe Henderson on the tenor sax, Lee Morgan on trumpet, Curtis Fuller on the trombone, Bobby Hutchison on vibes, Cedar Walton on the piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Joe Chambers on the drums. And I forgot to mention that uh, I played that Miles track uh, for uh, my good friend Mr. Roger from uh, Psyched Radio. <laughs> we were talking uh, a week or so ago, and he said that he, he didn't hear enough Miles on uh, In the Land of Hi-Fi, so I dropped that one down on 
just for him. <laughs> so I hope you were listening, Roger, <laughs> and I hope you dug that one. And then before uh, Joe Henderson, we heard we started off the set number two with a great, great uh, version of uh, the, the Jive Samba by Cannibal Adderley. This was off his album, a double album package uh, called The Japanese Concerts, uh, issued by uh, Milestone Records in 1975. Uh, this was uh, recorded in Tokyo in 1963. Some really outstanding performances on this album. The, the band is just stellar. And uh, that was Cannonball Adderley, of course, on the alto sax. Nat Adderley, who wrote the tune on cornet. The great Youssef Latif on tenor sax and also doing that great flute work uh, in that track. Joe Avenue on piano. Sam Jones on the bass. And Louis Hayes on drums. All right, people, that was set number two for In the Land of Hi-Fi. I am still DX the Funky Grandpa, and you're listening to listener-supported Psyched Radio San Francisco. Coming to you from the uh, second-floor studios of Thrill House Record Shop Compound right here on 30th and Mission in the sunny city of San Francisco. As I just said, there's a loud punk rock show going on in the dark, deep, cavernous basement of Thrill House Record. So if you're looking for some live entertainment and punk rock is your thing, you might want to come on down here and check it out. I don't know if it's a free show or if they're a minimal charge, but uh, if you're looking for live punk rock music this afternoon, Thrill House Record Shop is the place to go. Come on down, walk through the door, ask the... You can probably hear... <laughs> once you walk through the door, you'll hear it. So you can ask the, uh, the nice person at the counter how to get to the basement, and they'll uh, direct you uh, to the dark (laughs) punk rock basement (laughs) okay people uh let's see the clock on the wall says it's just about uh, 5 p.m here in california ia in the great city of san francisco so that means we've got about 60 more minutes of vintage jazz on vinyl so let's just get to it uh let's see up next we've got a track called wait a minute I thought we were doing, uh, well, my notes say that I have, uh, I have uh, East of the Sun coming up, but uh, I, think I'm, I, I think I'm wrong on that one. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, people. I don't know where I'm going now. I, 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 uh, this is so silly. Oh, okay. I, I'm, you know what? You know what's going on here, people. I'm looking at the wrong, <laughs> the wrong note, uh, notes, uh, wrong uh, page on my notes here. I got all discombobulated. <laughs> so forgive me. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, people. <laughs> okay, I know where we're going now. This is set three. Uh, what, next up is Donald Bird. And we're going to hear a track called Bo. This is off his album called Bird in Flight, issued on uh, Blue Note Records in 1960. I'm sorry for that confusion. <laughs> I'm the one who's all confused. Uh, so let's get to it. This is Donald Bird doing a track called Bo. Dig it, people. Here we go.
to um, continue this set with a composition dedicated to the first or second or third All-American Hill, Fabus, and it's titled The Fables of Fabus. Oh, Lord, don't let them sit us, oh, Lord, don't let them stab us, oh, Lord, don't let them tell us, oh, Lord, no more swastikas.
This is off an album called Charlie Mingus Presents Charles Mingus. <laughs> and uh, this track that we heard was called The Original Fabus Fables, <laughs> or Fables. And um, it's, it's really an interesting uh, track. This was issued originally on an album called Uh-Huh uh, by, um, uh, by Charlie Mingus. Um, as an instrumental, uh, somebody just, I just dinged me on my phone, people. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> uh, this was uh, um, Charles Mingus Presents Charles Mingus, uh, issued on Candid Records in 1960. Uh, that was, of course, Mingus on the bass with uh, um, Ted Curson on the drums, or no, on trumpet, pardon me, Eric Dolphy on alto and bass clarinet and Danny Richmond on the drums, who you could hear uh, Charlie Mingus talking to uh, throughout the song. Originally on uh, Mingus's album, Uh Hum, uh, that was uh, on Columbia Records in 1959, and this was issued at, on that record, it was an instrumental with no vocals. And that is because, at the time, uh, the, album, uh, the execs at Columbia refused to allow uh, Charlie Mingus to deliver the, uh, the words, the lyrics to this song because they were afraid of the highly charged uh, sort of political nature uh, of the subject matter of this song, which was um, to address the um, segregationist views and uh, the segregationist standings of the Arkansas governor, uh, Orville Fabus, or Faubus, I guess is how you spell or pronounce his name, F-A-U-B-U-S. This happened in 1957, and um, the, the governor sent the National Guard to the Little Rock Central High School uh, in order to prevent nine black American students uh, from attending that school uh, in an attempt to integrate the uh, school system in, in uh, Arkansas. And this became known as the Little Rock Crisis. And... Um, I, can, I remember pictures from uh, that era of uh, these fellas, uh, the governor uh, flanked by the National Guard, uh, standing on the steps of the uh, high school and, um, and uh, you know, trying to prevent uh, these students from going to school. Um, so the, this, this song and the subject matter uh, was a response from Charlie Mingus uh, to the... Um, 
the, the civil rights uh, struggle uh, actually was a response to uh, the governor's um, uh, racist and segregationist uh, uh, attitudes at that school. And this was sort of uh, at the very beginning of the uh, civil rights struggle in America in the early 1960s, the late 50s and early 60s. Um, but, you know, as you listen to the lyrics and, uh, of this song, uh, his message appears to be uh, uh, fresh and, 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 and necessary today as it was, uh, you know, 65 years ago. So I really wanted to play that, uh, that particular track. It's really nice. And then before that, uh, we heard uh, Stella by Starlight, a nice version uh, by Lou Donaldson. This is off his album called Lightfoot, and this was issued on Blue Note Records in 1959. Uh, that was Lou Donaldson on the alto sax with Herman Foster on piano. It's a great piano work there. And uh, Peck Morrison on the bass, Jimmy Wormworth on drums, and Ray Boretto on uh, congas. And uh, we started out set number three of In the Land of Hi-Fi uh, with a track called Bow uh, by Donald Byrd of his album called Bird in Flight. This was uh, issued on Blue Note Records uh, in 1960. Donald Byrd, of course, on the trumpet, the great Jackie McLean on the alto sax, Duke Pearson, uh, who also wrote the track on piano with Reggie Workman on the bass and the great Lex Humphreys on the drums. This is uh, Donald Byrd's fourth album for uh, the Blue Note record label. So some really uh, pretty nice stuff on uh, this album. So if you haven't heard it, you want to check it out. Find it online somewhere and um, give it a listen. I think uh, Blue Note uh, has reissued it. Uh, on their uh, tone poem uh, reissues or or the uh, Blue Note reissue series uh, of the, like the uh, tw 2020 through today. Some really good stuff uh, on, uh, on their uh, reissues and you can get them for a pretty good uh, reasonable price. So look them up. You can find them just about anywhere. You can look them look up Blue Note online and, uh, and go to their their own shop and some good stuff there all right people that was set number three of in the land of hi-fi i am still dx the funky grandpa and you're listening to listener supported uh, psyched radio san francisco coming to you from the second floor studios of the thrill house record shop compound right here on 30th and mission in the sunny city of San Francisco. And the clock on the wall says it's just about, uh, well, it's 525, so we got about uh, 35 more minutes of uh, vintage jazz on vinyl. So uh, I hope you're digging these tracks so far, and uh, thank you for uh, letting me come into your eardrums and uh, share some music with you this afternoon. So pretty nice, uh, pretty nice of you. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, we're going to hear a track called The Seventh Day. This is by the great Freddie Hubbard. This is off an album, a double album package called The Re-Evaluation, The Impulse Years, uh, issued on Impulse Records in 1973. And some really nice uh, early stuff from Freddie Hubbard. So, uh, and it's, again, this is a double package that uh, you can find online. Pretty cheap, and there's a lot of good stuff on it. So, uh, check it out, people. <laughs> All right, we're going to hear it. Here it is. This is The Seventh Day, Freddie Hubbard. Dig it, people.
soulful and deep there that was a track called dig this and i did <laughs> i hope you did too that was a great hank mobley off of his album called uh, soul station this was released on uh, blue note records in 1960 with hank mobley of course on the tenor sax doing some really really soulful uh, work on the tenor uh, the great winton kelly on the piano and paul chambers on the bass uh, with the great Art Blakey on drums. So this is a all around like five star 
LP. It's really, really nice. Really great stuff on it. I'm sure you've heard it, and if you haven't, look it up and give it a listen. There's lots of great stuff. And then before that, uh, we heard East of the Sun by uh, the great Red Garland. Uh, this is off a double album package called Rediscovered Masters, uh, issued on uh, Prestige Records in 1977. Some really nice um, uh, sort of unreleased, uh, unpublished uh, work from uh, Red Garland. And this was a really nice version of East of the Sun, sort of a jazz standard. I uh, really liked uh, his version. It was read uh, on the piano with Paul Chambers on the bass and Art Taylor on drums and the great Ray Barreto providing the kungas on that track. Really nice. And then we started off the set um, with a track called... Uh, wait, that's not it. I'm looking at the wrong pages again people <laughs> what's going on with me <laughs> um, we started off that set with a uh, with a track called the seventh day really really love that track uh, this is by uh, Freddie Hubbard off of his album called uh, Re-Evaluation, The Impulse Years, issued on Impulse Records in 1973. Some really uh, outstanding early work from uh, Freddie Hubbard. Um, and uh, it was re- originally uh, released on Impulse Records uh, called uh, The Artistry of Fred Freddie Hubbard. That was a, a fir- the first LP. Uh, and then they put it together um, into a double album package with uh, some other uh, works from uh, Freddie Hubbard. It's a really good um, uh, couple of albums here. Uh, this was uh, Freddie Hubbard on the trumpet with Curtis Fuller doing that fantastic uh, drum solo or drum uh, trombone uh, solo. There it was really great. And uh, John Gilmore on the tenor sax, uh, Tommy Flanagan on piano. Art Davis on the bass, and the great Louis Hayes on drums. That was set number four of In the Land of Hi-Fi. I am still DX the Funky Grandpa. You're listening to listener-supported Psyched Radio San Francisco, coming to you from the second floor studios of the Thrill House Record Shop compound right here on 30th and Mission in the great sunny city of San Francisco. There is a loud uh, punk rock show going on in the deep, dark, cavernous basement of the Thrill House Record Shop. Uh, I'm not sure how far, uh, how long it's going. It's possibly to like 8 o'clock, I suppose. I can feel the bass coming up through the floorboards right now. So if you're looking for some live entertainment, some live punk rock, uh, come on down to Thrill House and uh, stroll into the uh, basement. You might enjoy it. <laughs> it's. I hope my jazz isn't interfering with their uh, loud punk rock people. <laughs> All right, people. Uh, the clock on the wall says uh, oh, this is about 5 minutes to 6 p.m. Uh, so I might uh, sort of cut into... Uh, the time of uh, the Fried Onions radio program uh, with our last cut, but I think it's going to be okay. Uh, we're going to hear. We're going to end the uh, the show, close the show here uh, with a great track from uh, Saint John Coltrane. This is off his uh, seminal album known as Giant Steps. This was issued on, on Atlantic Records in 1960, and the song we're going to hear is a song dedicated to his adopted daughter. 
uh, called Saida's Song Flute, and I really dig this. It's a really great track. I mean, the whole album's uh, fantastic, I'm sure you know, but I really like this track in particular. So uh, this is it, people. This is the closing track of In the Land of High Five. you got to go away. Uh, thanks for letting me share these uh, tracks with you, and I hope uh, that you enjoyed them. If you're going to stick around after Saida, we're going to have... Uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit, and I'm going to host the Fried Onions radio program. I'm going to play a lot of... Uh, a lot of rhythm and blues and uh, some uh, some rockabilly and a few other things. So if you, if you uh, are interested in that, I invite you to stick around. But th- And we'll uh, hear that right after John Coltrane. All right, everybody. This is John Coltrane doing Saida's song flute. Dig it, people. Thanks for listening. Thank you.